Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah from Texas, and this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV. Of course, Jeff Lewis, the Jeff Lewis After Show. On Monday, I'm going to have to get used to calling it Jeff Lewis Extended. Oh my gosh, the boy is getting so profesh. He is moving to Channel 102, Radio Andy, right after Jeff Lewis Live. Oh my gosh, even today, I was delayed. I was... um listening to the show and what happened I'm trying to think of Jeff. I, I, I definitely listened to the first commercial. I definitely listened to Jeff and Poland Patrick being so kind about me confirming that it wasn't a lie. I saw some comment that was like, I don't even think she really talked to Jeff. And I'm like, girl, if there's one thing I'm not, is it's a liar or an exaggerator? Absolutely. Go elsewhere for that kind of freaking nonsense. Anyways. Um, but then uh, somehow the app, you know, if you push a button, all of a sudden it goes live to archives, then you're freaking lost in La La Land. So I don't think that's going to happen now that it's on 102. First of all, it never seems to be that picky with like if I accidentally touch my phone. So I don't even think we're going to have the problems with that now on Monday. But don't forget Channel 789 does stay an archived show uh, channel. I'm sorry. So it is fun. In the summer, I loved like you can't have your phone or I I never have my phone when I'm in my pool in case I, you know, drop it or dump over. So I would just put on 789 and put my AirPods in and just lay in there as long as I wanted to and just listen to whatever archive shows was on. So I love doing that. Um, okay, let's chat today. So last Tuesday, I was going to head notes for the traders. You can see that traders, traders. Don't know what you can see there. Anyways, episode five, Traders is on Peacock. Uh, episode six came out last night. I haven't yet watched it yet. I also uh, got emotionally distracted. So on Tuesday, I wasn't able to talk about everything I planned on talking about. So when I recap Traders Monday and chat it with y'all, I will talk episode six, uh, five and six. So if you're not caught up, try to get caught up. It really is a good show. And honestly, it's on Peacock. I fast forward through the games. Like, I just don't care about the games. Anyways, um, okay, definitely want to talk Wendy Williams and the documentary that is coming up on Lifetime. Uh, Groundhog Day is today. Spring is near. He saw his shadow, didn't see his shadow, whatever it is. Anyways, let's chat about that. And then, of course, we'll get into today's Jeff Lewis, who was Vicki Gumbelson and Doug Buden, and then the after show, Paul and Patrick. Okay. Who, tell me in comments, if you loved and know Wendy Williams, not just for the gossip at the end of her career or whatever's going on now, but before. So I have always loved talk shows. In 1995, my very first trip to New York City with my girlfriend, I was barely 22. She was 18. It was my boyfriend's little sister. We went to New York City for eight days. We got audience tickets to everything we could. Um, the Phil Donahue show. Uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting all. Not Sally. Oh gosh, I'm forgetting them all. Anyways, a ton of talk shows. I've uh, Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil Donahue. Uh, oh my God, the guy with the mustache. Anyways, lots of shows. I've always loved talk shows forever. So I, my husband, I used to watch Talk Soup on E Channel. Remember, uh, they had a couple of different hosts, but we loved when Joel McHale was on there. I love Joel McHale. He introduced us to Wendy Williams because he showed a clip of her gnawing on a piece of beef jerky or a Slim Jim uh, while she was doing her show. And I mean, 
I had never seen anything of the sort. So I quickly paused the channel, went to set it up to record. And then every day from then on, I recorded the Wendy Williams show if I wasn't able to watch it live. I loved her audience. I loved the camaraderie they had. I loved when she would have her mom and dad in the audience. Um, I was watching live when she passed out, fell out, whatever it was during that Halloween episode. We didn't know what was going on. Then she told us about her diagnosis. Um, I'm forgetting, not Crohn's disease. What was it? The thing that makes her eyes big. It's, it's a side effect. They were talking about that's a side effect of this disease. Anyways, then she went through the divorce with big Kevin and all of this drama. So we've seen a little bit of her like going into the grocery store, going into a, you know, like a, like a Rite Aid type situation and some speculation there of her mental health, her physical health, all of the above. But now this documentary is going to come out. I don't even know when it's going to come out. So my friend Natalie with, um, you know, Nat, N-A-T on TikTok and Instagram. I love her. She uh, is going to keep me posted when this documentary is coming out because I don't know when it comes out. But she talks about having no money. She talks about having almost like a conservatorship, like somebody is definitely taking control of her life and stuff. And it sounds they're alluding definitely that people are taking money from her. Her son is interviewed in it, little Kevin, who's not so little anymore. He's probably, I don't know if I had to guess 24-ish. I don't really know. I'm assuming he's through with, I mean, you get so attached to these people. I remember her talking about colleges, you know, what college he was going to attend. So, you know, when she got taken off the air, it was like, I'll be off for a little bit. Then these guest hosts came on. Uh, I think is Sherry. What's her last name? I think she has a permanent host on the show, but I don't think the show changed names. I think it's still called the Wendy Williams show. Somebody let me know. I'm totally not up to speed with that, but I'm absolutely going to watch this documentary on her. And I hope the documentary makes her a shit ton of money and she's able to regain her life and control of her finances and any other medical or mental issues that she's dealing with. So anyways, um, thousand pound sisters, one of my other obsessions. So last night I got through episode seven. There's another one to watch. Somebody just DM me that said it, it ends next week. So often, uh, this is the family where started out the popularity of the two sisters, Amy and Tammy. They had a YouTube channel. My kids would even talk about it like years ago when they would watch YouTube. I guess they would have like meetups at little hotels and stuff. People would come and their fans would meet them and stuff. So Somebody picked up on it. Teal said, oh, hell yes. And now they've had a show for five or six seasons, right? So I've followed them from day one. Uh, spoiler alert, la, 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 if you don't want to hear this. We know now in real time, Amy got married last fall uh, on TV on the last season. Her husband since passed away in July this past summer. Uh, they haven't gotten to that point yet. He's still alive on the show, but she's they take this family vacation, the five siblings, and then it's the adult nephew of one of the kids. And then the wife of, um, of uh, Brittany is the wife of Chris, the only son. So there's four sisters and one son. He, they all seem to be super supportive of each other, which I love. Um, Tammy's in such a place of happiness being married to Caleb. She's losing weight. She's more 
independent. She's able to go without oxygen sometimes. On this episode seven, it was so sweet. They flash back to a time that I remember where she couldn't or wouldn't go up these stairs, these steps to get a pedicure. And the lady told her, look, the next time you come, you're going to be healthy. You're going to have lost all this weight and the pedicure is on me. I'm going to treat you. And she does. So it was a really sweet moment, but they're getting spray tans. A lot of them for the first time ever, because they are going on this beach trip as a family to Pensacola beach. So, um, you know, Amy is going through a divorce. We saw her get married to Michael. I wouldn't say he seemed like the dipshit he's coming off to now, but now he's really coming off bad. But you know what? He has not agreed to be interviewed by TLC. He used to be on the show. He apparently has agreed for the two boys to still be on the show. He probably just wants the money for Amy and maybe he'll get the money. I don't know. How much money do they get? Doesn't seem like they've upgraded in their lifestyle. But I was chatting about this with someone on the DMs about Honey Boo Boo. I watched that show from the beginning. They should have made a shit ton of money. And we never really saw them upgrade. Now I think they're in kind of a new house. But I also don't know what other jobs do they have? Like, do they have any other income besides, you know, getting TikTok coins or whatever they do whenever they go TikTok live? Because Mama June goes TikTok live a lot. I see her. Anyways, my point being, I he's his Michael has definitely come off bad this season, but we're only seeing Amy and the sibling side of it that he was never taking care of the boys. She was mentally exhausted, physically exhausted from Gage and um, what's the other one's name? Gage and oh shit, father, two different G names, Garrett, maybe the two year old. Seems to be a lot more high maintenance and demanding and stressful to Amy. The other siblings, they just, I don't know. I think they're being as supportive as they can, but they're just at their wits end. They're like, Amy, get your shit together. You can't be crying. You're the adult. You're the mom. These boys are crying because it's a two-year-old. It's a baby. They're in this nine-hour car ride to the beach because you're too afraid to fly. Uh, but, you know, you've got to keep your shit together. Um, I just think she's overwhelmed. I hope in season six, it's a new Amy. She's got a man or no man. I don't know, a job, whatever, you know, just able to uh, spend a little time away and just get her stuff together. I think every parent, mom, dad, whatever, every parent needs a little time away from their kids to like refresh and be themselves. It's so easy to get caught up in mom mode or dad mode especially marriage mode. So I know when we have nights out where we go to a movie or we go to dinner, just us, you know, we make a conscious effort not to talk about the kids the whole time because with five kids, there's always a lot to talk about, but we try to do that on non nights out, non vacations and things. Um, so a lot going on there. Tammy seems really positive, but she's, you know, she's heard that Caleb isn't taking the steps necessary to lose the weight so he can get this trach out and then get, surgery to start losing weight because they even wanted to have kids. I, I I don't even, I think she has a new boyfriend now. It's hard to keep up in real time because my friend, Sarah, the Sarah Fraser show, she keeps me up to date on 90 day fiance, new stuff, and then thousand pound sisters. So I haven't learned, but I do think Tammy has a new boyfriend or maybe that's Amy. Anyways, um, it ends though. They're at a restaurant trying to go out to dinner. And the two-year-old is just throwing a fit and Amy just starts crying. She's just fed up. 
one of the two of the sisters just had uh, surgery. One of them was a revision. One of them was the first time to have um, whatever you want to call it, stomach stapling, whatever all of it's called, whatever their details were. Everyone has a different story to lose weight, but whatever their surgical procedure was, she shouldn't have even been picking up this little boy and yet nobody else was doing it. So she picks him up and she's like, I'm taking him back to the house. He's tired. And so then Amy goes back and that's how the show ended. Um, I will try to watch episode eight over the weekend though, but if you're not watching thousand pound sisters, it is really good. But the main thing about it is the five siblings as bitchy and pissy and raw and you know, they are with each other. They're, they're really supportive too. So I do sort of love that. Do sort of love that so much. Okay, let's get into Friday's show. Would have been nice if it was Vicki Gumbelson and Shannon and Doug, because they are now the Trace Amigos, I guess. Trace Amigas. No, D Doug is a man. I guess we can't say Trace Amigas. It'd be Amigos. Um, Oh, wait, KJ's giving me some gossip. I love y'all's comments. That is also why I love going live because I love y'all's comments uh, and giving me feedback. The sisters also had a GoFundMe years ago and didn't use it for the purposes they said. I think Amy has a hormone issue. Tell me more about that. I think a lot of people have drama and I, I missed that. I didn't know anything about that. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh, and that's good. I'm good, are you, says my mom went to Arizona every year for a few weeks. Like when you were how old? A few weeks is a long time. Uh, I love moms and dads all need a few vacation days. Absolutely. And I think we need girl time. I was just out to dinner with two friends. I'll be spending some more time with friends this weekend. Date night with the husband, family time. I think you need it all. Vacations, girls weekends, couples weekends, family weekends, you know. All of the above, if you can squeeze it in. It takes takes a lot for our mental health, right? With, with five kids, for darn sure. Okay, so today is Vicki Gumbelson and Doug Buden. Don't forget, if you're in the Houston area or if you can get here, I bought tickets immediately. So this website they talk about and they were doing today, I never get it to work. I think it's, I think, hpatickets.com is supposedly the link where you can buy a ticket to any of the shows. I ended up going to Houston or Houston Improv and buying the tickets. I think, I hope it was the same price. I mean, it's the venue that it's at, but it's March 13th. It is, um, there's a dinner place before it. This is for some of the Houston people. Six of us got together and had dinner before. You can literally park. We went to like a, uh, not an Irish pub, but maybe like an Irish pub there and had dinner. It was really good food. And then you can literally walk over to the Houston Improv. So um, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, there's tables. Our table is already full, but other people can get tables together or you can get just a general admission ticket. I want to say they were 40 or 75, but now I'm totally forgetting. Um, but anyways, the best way to get that information is the Sarah from Texas Facebook group. And then within that, there's an event. So it is there for sure. Um, wait, YH. VPR love, love it. Speaking of husband, Sarah, what did your husband think of YH? What is YH? YH. I don't know what YH is, so let me know. YH. No idea. I'll tell you. Um, anyways, okay. So Trace Amigas. Vicky gives us the most details that I've had that I've heard since this all went down. 
So I have seen this guy, Paris, because his name is like tagged on some things. So I knew that was probably their event promoter or whatever you want to call this person um, that they did these four other shows with. So two shows, Doug was the MC, like the host of sorts for the Phoenix shows that those two shows happened after Shannon's DUI. We know now that they took out the whole tequila thing and just made it like not talking about alcohol clearly to be um, respectful of her DUI. Vicky really goes in deep. I don't think I realized she was married to an alcoholic her first marriage. So she's like, I do not drink a lot. I don't like drunks. I don't like when it changes their personality. It can make them what all of the above, all of the stuff above she doesn't like, which of course Shane and Jeff were like, or Doug were like, oh, well, nice knowing you. Like you may not be a chump because you don't get drunk. But anyway, she was very clearly like, look, I've never seen Shannon get drunk. I've never seen her drive drunk. So um, uh, I was trying to see what that YH means because I still don't know what that means. Anyways, um, but yeah, so Tamara, for some reason, I think because that she heard, like Jeff said, so Jeff kind of backed this up. Jeff has alluded to people that listen to the show or get DMs from people and say, oh, I heard you were shit talking me. And he says, I wasn't. Did you listen to the show? I can vouch for you. The, the game of telephone that plays in the podcast or the live radio uh, world is rampant because not every, you know, we only have 24 hours a day. We don't have time to listen to everything. But somebody says, oh, Jeff Lewis said this about you, Tamara. They heard it their own way, right? Somebody else who's not a fan of Tamara might hear it very differently, okay? We all hear information, especially if you're a fan or a hater of somebody very differently. So he called her out today and said, Tamara is the one that I've had an issue with this multiple times where she will message me and say, oh, I heard you were shit talking me. And he says, I absolutely wasn't. Did you listen to the show? And she's like, no. I listen to my fans or the DM. So now we have this guy named Caden who apparently did her, did her social media, maybe still does. I don't know. Did Shannon's. I can't imagine Shannon and Tamara have the same person working for them anymore, especially if Shannon felt like Caden was giving Tamara insider or private information, right? This almost sounded like a reality Von Tease of sorts where like people were like, you know, and this is so rampant too. Ugh two-faced, right? Oh, being so nice to you in the DMs and then publicly slamming you in a Facebook group or publicly slamming you on somebody else's Instagram that they don't think you're going to see. I've definitely experienced that from day one of having this Jeff Lewis fan account, but it is rampant the last month or so for darn sure. And it's just, you know, people just play in all sides, right? But I usually can put the Instagram and the Facebook name and the YouTube name all together. And if I can't, somebody else kindly lets me know what some asswipe is being kind to me and then what they're doing to me on other places. So it definitely happens in this industry or whatever you were saying. So Jeff definitely says this happens and he thinks that's what happened is that Tamara heard Vicky and Shannon were shit talking behind their back. And instead of reaching out, instead of resolving it like adults should do, she then decides I'm not going to be in, I'm not going to do all those future shows. And she tells Paris. So Doug 
his full, he has a full-time job. I don't know if he's ever said, he has said what he does for a job, but anyways, I'm not going to go into his details. That's his life, but he's got a full-time job where he has a lot of professional knowledge about this type of thing, right? He has talked about putting on events, shows, things. Okay. So he knows what he's talking about. He said it was perfectly acceptable for her to call Paris first because they were friends for the longest time. Jeff and Vicky agree. No, they, Tamara should have called Shannon and Vicky and said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to let Paris know, but I'm not going to be a part of these future shows. Trace Amigas is very different from Dos Amigas. I mean, who do I like the most out of all three of them? After this past season of OC, I definitely could give a rat's ass about Tamara. I just, I felt she was faking it. I felt she was causing drama whenever she, she just, she knows the game too much. And I feel like she sold herself out for that. So she's the least one I even want to see. But for the sake of Trace Amigas, I'm with Jeff. I love seeing the three of them together. I mean, I love seeing them with the Mexican hats on in, in uh, Puerto Vallarta or wherever it is. No, P P V Puerto Vallarta, wherever, wherever um Vicky has that condo and house. So, um, but just hearing the details when Vicky took Shannon in behind the gates of Kodo, that way she would be more private. The paparazzi wouldn't be getting at her. It never dawned on me because I did hear some sleazy, which, you know, Lord knows you never know what's true. There's so many lies and accusations out there and allegations of people. But I did hear some kind of rumblings that John Jansen was setting up the paparazzi. Like he was letting them know whenever maybe she had a doctor's appointment and would be coming out of that house. So Vicky makes, Vicky definitely says, once I took her to my house to protect her behind the gates, John Jansen just quit showing up. All of a sudden, he wasn't interested in dating her or protecting her, being friends, whatever they were. Interesting. What do you think? I liked John Jansen. Y'all, when I met, when I stood in line at the Real for Real, you know, whatever their lemon products are, the tincture I bought one time, I bought their $80 leggings that are a hunk of crap. They're like, Ugh. Anyways, they're just gross. Uh, not gross for 80 bucks. They're not my favorite. Anyways. Um, but when he was at her, uh, little booth at the place at BravoCon 2022 in, in New York, when I stood in line for a picture, he backed up because he knew everyone wants a picture with Shannon. And I actually asked for a picture of John Jansen and Shannon. So my picture is with the two of them, not just Shannon. Now, I did meet her the night before. Remember whenever she showed up, we were at the um, the rooftop bar and Jeff's private whatever all showed up. His pre-BravoCon party uh, showed up and she was there. So I did take a picture and she took multiple pictures with me. She was very nice. So I do have pictures from that. But I think one person is in the pictures that I now like seventh grade need to need to edit out, right? Anywho, note to self, always take a picture by yourself. Because you just never know how things will go in the future. <laughs> okay. A week later, Tamara announces her live show. And it had a lot of people. So I sort of wonder if, like, Emily Simpson was there. Her husband, Eddie. Teddy was there. His Her husband, Edward. 
who else was there? I feel like other people were there. Cynthia Bailey was there. So did they give them a cut of the money or did they split it all up evenly? Like, I don't even know. I think it was just probably a friendly thing, right? Um, I don't know. I'm fine. My thing is it's way more fun to go to an event with other people that love all this stuff. You know, Real Housewives of OC, you know, the, the podcast, all the stuff. So, you know. It'll be fun going to the March 13th event, whether or not they have a surprise like Kelly Dodd there or not. Like, who knows? I mean, I feel like they could have a surprise. I don't know. Jeff was definitely talking about it today. Uh, don't think I want to give Alexis and John Jansen any more two seconds of my life. Um, what Jeff says is so true. And this is how he got in trouble and got me blocked. Now I'm okay with it by Monica from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City after BravoCon. He talks about he has watched the housewives from day one and he wants to see aspirational women. He wants to see lives and careers and families and homes and clothes and makeup and purses and not just drama. So Vicky sounds like she even said that when she was the friend of this last season, she was like, I'm over the drama. I'm a grandma now. I'm older. Like I'm just done with the drama. So anyways, that was kind of crazy. Learned a lot about insurance though. Did anyone else know what the word key person insurance was or key person, key man insurance? I'd never heard of it. But the fact that Vicky is a March 27th birthday, a strong Aries, Jeff and I's birthdays and Shannon, but oh, Shannon and Jeff and Vicky Gumbelson are all birthdays three days apart, strong Aries. Wow. And then, of course, I'm March 24th with Shannon and Jeff Lewis. Crazy. Wait, VPR love. Kelly, meaning Kelly Dodd. Kelly said she doesn't think Shannon wants her on the show, which is sad. Um, But they never resolved. Remember, Kelly was, I mean, guns a-blazing about Shannon right before the DUI. And then literally right before the DUI. They were going, I think Jeff worked it out to where they were going to have lunch. And then obviously the DUI. And then she she and uh, Rick brought them dinner, but Shannon didn't want to come to the door to see them. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, your daughter's March 23rd. I love that. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Um, what video? edit out. Oh, I missed something. Hold on. I don't know what that means. A little live video fell off of her Instagram after amends were made. Some have saved her video. So it's not gone, gone. Nothing's ever gone, gone, right? Nothing's ever gone, gone. Um, I learned that because Kim Kardashian or somebody, you know, somebody puts up something for two seconds and they delete it and somebody, you know, screen records it. Um, go to insurance.com for sure. Uh, tomorrow, or no, not tomorrow. Liz Rome and Michael Hitchcock is on Monday. Um, how much time do we have? 15 minutes, 17 minutes. Okay. Uh, Paul and Patrick. So it starts off. It's not going to be channel 789. So Patrick won't be able to say, Hey, my 789 bitches. He'll have to say 102 bitches. I don't even know if he'll say it. He might come up with something totally new. But they've known it for weeks, Jeff said. Jeff did tell everyone. He was like, we're all, we're all friends here, right? We're all secrets, whatever. 
at the December 21st show, he did say that this, the after show was moving to channel 102. He didn't say when, he didn't absolutely say it was going to happen. I mean, but I kind of knew it was all, or I kind of hoped it was all coming, but he definitely said something about it to the audience at the December 21st event. Uh, but Patrick and Paul are obviously into fashion. So they talk about Vicky's outfit, what she wore today. I need to, what did she wear? I'm like, sometimes I don't look, I, I look to see if Jeff is smiling with teeth or not. He's almost never smiling with teeth, but um, I don't necessarily care. Oh, she's got jeans on, maybe a pump. I can't tell an H belt. Is that a Hermes, Hermes belt? Uh, a short blazer with a white, I mean, you know, she looks like business. What do you call it on Fridays when you can dress? You can wear jeans, but they're not scrappy jeans. They look nice jeans. She looks cute. I mean, you know, it's Friday, Friday business casual. They called it business smart. And then I think Patrick said that she was sexy. I saw her at Jeff's Hollywood House Love season two premiere party. Everyone was talking about the outfit she wore. I didn't love it. It was like this two-piece number. I don't remember. It was pink or orange. I didn't take any pictures with her, so I don't think I have anything with her. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so Jeff comes on. Then they start talking about um, coffee readings. So remember, I had a coffee reading at BravoCon in November. Uh, he said, big things were coming my way. I was going to be traveling. All of that stuff happened, although I'm pretty sure the big thing, the live event, ended up being a complete, um, I mean, not for the fun we had and not for the weekend and the friends I met, the new memories that we made, um, you know, but some parts of it ended up being, you know, a dumpster dive. Is that the word? I don't know. The live event, anyways, ended up being a thing, uh, a lesson learned for darn sure. Um, but anyways, Jeff had his co another coffee reading last Saturday and they said there's a zoo in his reading, in his coffee. So I don't know. I think the animals mean something. I don't, I've never had, that was my very first ever coffee reading. I've never had a psychic reading. I've never had, I had that tarot card that, re, that uh, Natalie from Femme Tarot reached out to me and uh, she's a huge Jeff Lewis Live fan. So she did a mini reading online with me. Um but I only know like I'm Aries, astrology. I don't, I know water sign. Like I've learned some of this from my friend Shannon's Instagram account. Um, everything's hunky dory because she posts a lot about astrology. So some, and, and the housewives. So she's great. So some of that I've learned from her, but you know, clearly I know what astrology means, but um, El Pollo Loco, have you eaten there? I don't think Doug's ever eaten there. It's kind of, definitely fast food, but you can definitely eat inside. It seems like I've eaten inside there in Denton. It's not that big. Um, we definitely got like guacamole. I think they sell queso. Um, they seem to rave about the chicken. I want to try this green sauce that Oscar, the voice was talking about because I love a dip. I love a sauce. I don't love the sauces that are like real peppery with the seeds in it but I love a green creamy dip. And I, it was so long ago that we ate there that I don't even remember, but they're going to, they're going to cater this karaoke event that's coming up at Monica's house very soon. So as you know, about 17 minutes into the show, 
somehow Jeff starts talking about like podcasts that he's been listening to. We know he talks about TikTok. So the boy is definitely on TikTok. Um, probably more than, in, I don't know. I feel like he probably, I never see him. Clearly he only follows like 27 people. Okay. So, but most of those 27 are people that I follow also, or used to follow. I've kind of limited who I was following recently just to clear out how many Instagram stories I had to look at every day. It just got to be too many for, to be honest with you. Um, but I never see him like something or comment on anything. He commented on an Instagram post of mine. So that means it's public. You can see who liked it, whatever in like September of 2022. And he said, thank you for the love and support. And then I think he gave the kissy emoji. I can't remember. That is his favorite emoji. And I will tell you when he texts me or DMs me, he ends it with that little kissy emoji. So, um, I think y'all, anyone that gets a DM from or, or uh, sees that one from him, I can't find it on Instagram. Where's the DMs? I don't know how to do emojis. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, but he did talk about him texting me, uh, hearing about the way extreme. I mean, he's been doing this 15 years, so he is well aware his audience is very loyal, very opinionated, very strong-willed, right? They will go to bat for Jeff Lewis for anything. So absolutely, he is aware that me doing a fan account since June of 2022, he has seen the comments underneath his Instagram coffee picture. Um, he has been sent things from the Facebook groups, you know, uh, things said about me, I, you know, he, we, he and I talked a little bit about Reddit, how neither one of us get on it, but we are all sent things. So he did talk about our call, our text. Um, he liked that I took responsibility and I did from day one, from day one, he is the one that I reached out to. That's why I wasn't going public with anything yet because I wanted to talk to him first. He was the one that was hurt and felt disrespected by me reaching out to his friends for products and prizes for my live event. Um, so I immediately apologized to each of them and made sure there was no misunderstanding that they never thought I was misrepresenting myself as being, a, this was a show for Jeff Lewis. It was definitely a Sarah from Texas live podcast, live show. Uh, that everything was good there. I apologized to them and said, hey, I'm not going to accept any of these prizes or products, just so you know. Um, I will have the event planner who was taking over after all of that. Uh, he had gotten their digital graphic work to put all over the TVs of the event. So he was going to take all of that down, everything. So that tra those trade outs weren't going to happen. We never had the products in hand. I don't know whatever happened. I know the mocktails that were going to be passed out to the audience never got there on time. So my event producer was handling all of those details. So whatever address he gave for those, I don't know if that stuff was returned. I've not been in communication about that detail at all and want nothing to do with that. So I do thank Jeff for talking about the text and the phone call and that how we did chat about things that we both had issues with and that we both apologized to each other. So um, Patrick and Paul said some very nice things, which was always good to hear. They have always been nice to me from day one. 
literally. So that was very nice too. Um, anyways, and then they get into um, other things and of course talk about speed dating. So I don't know when that's going to happen, but I think it's going to be Doug, Chaz Dean, Oscar the Voice, and Jeff Lewis. And I'm pretty sure anybody of the chumps is going to like come and like stand on the corners just to watch this because it sounds hilarious. But, um, you know, Jeff even said he's he's dated or done everybody in Hollywood. He needs to go into the outskirts of it. Right. I mean, I don't know. Um, OK, let's take your questions and comments. We've got a lot of time at the end today. Hamilton, Jeff has restored my faith in humanity. Yeah, because I'll tell you, my faith in humanity has pretty much been questioned uh, since I started a fun fan account. Literally, y'all, from day one, I got comments underneath my Instagram live because all that's public when I would put up my Instagram live. And there was is maybe it still exists. I don't know. A group of Jeff Lewis live listeners that had this Tuesday um audio. It wasn't a video. So think about a Zoom, but on audio only, I guess, called Clubhouse. They had become really good friends at the time. So they were already like, we already chat about Jeff. And I'm like, well, okay, I've never been invited to that. I don't know anything about this. Like I'm not, I'm very new to all of this. All I knew, I was a Jeff Lewis Live listener, didn't have friends that listened to Jeff Lewis Live. They barely knew they knew of flipping out. They, none of them even knew he had a live radio show on the air five days a week. And I wanted to chat about it. I mean, I'm a chatty girl. I mean, you know, my teachers from second grade will tell you, I pass notes all the time, talked all the time. So when I tell you I got public and private DM hate from day one, but very much so over the past year, it has really intensified. And I tried to not talk about a lot of it. And I succeeded at that. But sometimes in my lives, people would come on and say something. So I would see it live. Now, if you notice, I'm finally learning. First of all, I'm on one platform. When I was on six different platforms at once, three different computers, it was really hard to, to read something. Now I try to read the comment before I read it aloud. Because I've learned if it's something atrocious or triggering or rude or disgusting and vile, first of all, I'm probably going to block you, but I'm also going to not read it out loud and get it, give it any credit. So growth. I mean, I'm trying. Um, anyways, I don't know. Rebecca says, I wonder if Chaz Dean talked to Jeff about this drama. Um, I won't go into too many details, but I will say that I reached out to Chaz directly about any affiliation he wanted to do for a prize or anything for the live event. And then he said um, it, it went over to two different people. So from that, it went over to my event producer. So I know at one point, uh, two other people that worked for Chaz were the ones involved and Chaz personally approved this amazing 50 gift bags with nine different products. They, I was on the email. So the event producer took over from all of that. And then I was on the email chains and it was nine different products that they put together in these 50 goodie bags. And then there was six amazing prizes that just Chaz Dean approved. So when I tell you he was fully supporting this live event um, for Sarah from Texas, 
uh, he, he did. So that was really nice. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'd like to think they talk about other things rather than that, but I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Who's Callie? Callie. Oh, you're talking to somebody else. Yeah. Um, bye, Callie. I don't even know what's going on, but I'm like, bye, Callie. I'm just feeling myself and, you know, chill out. Anyways, yes. Um, which, by the way, thank you for everyone that has been so supportive. I've even gotten some apology DMs today of people saying, which takes a lot of balls, because really, I have clearly been off my phone, not reading comments, not responding to comments. I haven't been as active in the subscriber only Let's Chat group, which is on my Instagram profile. It says Let's Chat. So that optional chat for subscribers is still there. I just, it wouldn't let me invite everyone the other night. I don't know why. So anyways, it is still there. And I made a couple stories about it, but clearly people are missing that. But I have gotten some, uh, so much support from everyone that, that never faltered and did say, yeah, you shouldn't have reached out to Jeff for this products, but you weren't doing it for any other reason than for your audience to get some amazing things. And also it's normal in a live event for trade outs to, you know, they get marketing from it. You, you know, your audience gets products. I mean, who doesn't like nice stuff? So it wasn't done with a bad intention at all. And honest to God, this is what I explained to Jeff. Nobody else, you know, my event producer, nobody ever said, did you run this by Jeff? It never dawned on me. Absolute oversight with the holidays, the stress of planning this live event, which you will never know the amount of stress that was behind it. Um, anyways, you know, just all the details of it. I was the one that was getting the welcome bags. I was the one, uh, the welcome bags for the people at the hotel. I was getting gifts for the VIP people. I mean, it was just a lot of, a lot going on also with the holidays and everything. Um, but I never dawned on me when I heard he was mad about it. I told Jeff himself on the call the other night, it was like a lightning rod went through me and I went, oh. Like, oh my God, first of all, nobody had ever questioned. Nobody had said, hey, did you run this by Jeff? Or we should run this by Jeff as my event producer. I never even thought about it. It, it Absolute oversight, but it was absolutely not done in a disrespectful way. It wasn't done misrepresenting myself. It wasn't for my benefit at all. It was for simply the audience to try Margaret's mocktails that I've already been able to try because I won a package of four at her live event once um, to get some fun prizes from trivia. It was all done with a good intent. So, um, and I fully owned that. But again, I wanted to talk to Jeff directly about that. And obviously I was really busy the whole LA weekend too. So when I addressed it, when, when Monday night, after I flew home Sunday night, uh, I felt that was a good enough timing, but clearly it wasn't enough for, for some people. Anyways, um, yes, Tiffany Chunt, we know, Sarah, you would never do anything to try to make Jeff or anyone upset. No, I mean, I'm the opposite. I'm not, 
trust me, y'all know I'm not a wallflower. My face says everything if I don't love a person, but um, I never do anything to intentionally hurt someone unless they're just, you know, a horrific human being, which I have met some of those lately. So anyways, um, thank you, Melanie. Please hit the like button. You're always so awesome for Sarah. Today's a great day to show her how much we appreciate her. Thank you so much, Melanie. I appreciate that. Yes, it is free to hit the subscribe button, to hit the follow button, to hit the thumbs up, the heart, make a comment. All of that really helps me. So don't forget Sunday morning at 4 a.m. Trust me, when I announced this podcast, Sarah from Texas, um, on January 8th, uh, I had lots of other big plans for guests to come on when... When being affiliated with Sarah from Texas became not so bright and sunny the last few weeks for some people, uh, I actually canceled a podcast interview with two really dear, amazing, supportive human beings, friends, because I didn't even want them attached to me at that point. So I don't even right now know what my podcast will be about Sunday morning. Uh, Sarah from Texas, but make sure wherever you get your podcast, you're following, hit the follow button for Sarah from Texas. That is where this replay goes up as a podcast on Spotify. It's a video. Make sure please to give me a five-star rating. A lot of sad humans have personally attacked my podcast and asked people to turn in my accounts and to report my accounts, unfollow, to unsubscribe and lots of other, you know, unkind things like that. So it would be nice if the the, the nice humans um, counterbalance that with some some good things with, with my podcast. Because when you don't rate the podcast, it just tends to not show it to more people. It just buries it amongst the other 4 billion podcasts. So anyways, okay, I will see you Monday. Have an amazing weekend. I hope you have lots of fun planned. I know that I do. So uh, I will see you Monday, same place, same time. Thank you so much for joining live. It is always more fun. If you're on the replay crew, thank you so much. And please make a comment. Let us know what you think in comments. Appreciate it. Bye, y'all.